On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about the recent City of Orlando elections, all the tasty goodies happening over at the Glass Knife Winter Park, and all the new things going on in Holden Heights. Holden Heights? Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. Hey, the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalower.com. Your source for hyper-local news. Yeah, thank you. So we're finishing each other's sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we are here at the Barley and Vine Beer Garden. In the heart of Orlando's Milk District. Yeah, I've, this is the second time in two days that I've been here. What? Yeah. What was the first time? I was here yesterday. Two-timing... <laughs> Yeah, I was here yesterday, had a beer, and then I walked across the street to Saigon Noodle and Grill. Pretty good. Amazing. Uh huh. The owners there are awesome. They do this <laughs> thing. It was hilarious. It was this guy's birthday yesterday. Okay. And this kid got up there and he's like saying happy birthday to him, and then they played these fake fireworks. It was it was awesome. Fake fireworks? They sounded just like fireworks, but they they're inside the restaurant. You got to do don't understand. It. it sounds very Disney. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, let's go. We should. Let's go so, after this. So anyway, yes, this is Bungalow on the Bus, and on, on our show we talk about all, all the, things downtown Orlando. Yeah, the top headlines of the previous week. That's right. Rounded it up, two gents having <laughs> a drink, having, talking about the news. Drinks. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a, a man's beer. What, what are you drinking? A Kukurulig. What it's is like this? <laughs> it's a pear cider, but it's in a glass that looks Wait, like... you said that very quick. What is it? I don't know. It's I, a pear cider, he said. It is. It is. Sure, I drink ciders. That's okay. It is okay. <laughs> a gay man's allowed to do that. He is. If anyone, anyone, anyone's allowed and to do it. It's in a really. glass that looks like a uh, like a flower vase. It's gigantic. Uh huh. So it makes me feel like I have small hands. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and all the things on bungalower.com. Yeah, it's, and uh, this week, I guess the biggest thing to talk about is the recent election yeah we had uh we had some citywide elections i didn't get to vote in it because i'm no longer a city of orlando resident i live on the county line basically so i didn't vote did you vote brendan uh my commissioner race was not up for ah, election. okay i was gonna call you out on I it i live in patty sheehan's uh district yeah and she's she's there for a few more years and so we had uh robert stewart regina hill and jim gray all up for uh election and they all won all the incumbents won. They did, but narrowly. Narrowly in some. So I'll ask you this, Brendan. Were you surprised at any of these races and how they turned out? Yeah, I'm surprised uh, Commissioner Hill won. And I, really? After what I said last week, no surprise. Uh, but she narrowly, by 0.24%, so escaped, s- what do they call it? when it's like A runoff. A, a runoff. A runoff. So she needed to get 50% plus one vote to right. win. Which or she somebody did. did. Somebody did. And she did. Uh, she got, I don't know how, how it was really close. 50.24%. So I'll say this. I was surprised that she didn't have to go to a runoff. I Even thought she with would, that. I thought she would win a runoff, but I thought somebody would challenge her enough to get a runoff. But it didn't. didn't happen. Did not happen. Erica Dunlap was uh, second. Second. and Former Sarah, Miss USA. Right. Sarah Albadri, Bungalore's uh, previous business director manager <laughs> uh she came in third uh-huh. so i i don't know i was just surprised uh by that race and i actually really thought that stewart might lose i thought he might lose too just to based on 
based on sort of the campaign he ran and and you know going kind of ne- really really negative on really it. negative yeah and, and in all fairness i i hear mrs Amon a little negative on him too true uh but we really only heard about Stuart. true <laughs> and i think scott maxwell wrote about this in the sentinel he said you know somebody who's been a commissioner for almost 12 years right shouldn't have had to fight that hard to keep his seat he fought hard he fought he hard. did he was at all the he events. won by like 120 votes or something like that he re- really it was that close it i think was, so it was that yeah. Cl- yeah 51 percent. i think he got um yeah that's inc- but again if 120 votes is is like the one percent uh not many people voted no no and and you know i i see people online say you know we got to go out and vote and and it's not like this is atypical i mean this is usually no. what happens in midterm and, and off-year elections and, si- and just city elections but why it's because people just don't go vote they just don't care yeah but like those are I the same did. people I that to, are- i mean when i lived in the city i always voted when it was time yeah i i feel like you shouldn't be able to use a hashtag orlando strong unless you voted <laughs> that's like there has true to be some no sort i agree of vetting. i agree you can't make it strong unless you participate at least show up show up yeah like Make your voice heard. And actually, and you can't say that in local elections your vote doesn't count. Because, again, Stewart won with like 100 and some votes. Oh, it probably counts more in your local election than it does in any national election. And I think that's, and I actually think that's why Albadri lost and got third, third rather. She didn't lose, but she got in third place. Yeah. She gets a ribbon. Um, (laughs) Because she was really courting the downtown vote. And I really thought that would come through for her because I've never seen anybody in that district court downtown before yeah uh but it kind of bit her in the butt because they did not show up like uh, really i haven't seen any West numbers of of where who voted where okay. or whatever but it's tough because i think we talked about this last week the people that live at least downtown downtown right they might not have residency in orlando they might not even have residency in downtown or, or they just might not have changed it over and it can be a, a, a pain, but people that live in Paramore and, and Holden Heights and, and Washington Shores and all of District 5, they may have lived there for 50 years. Generations. And so they're going to vote. Yeah. So, I mean, those did. are really the people you need to get to the polls. As much as you want to say District 5 is is that dish, that area and downtown, I think the people that vote right. live in, in the places west Lock of Lake, downtown. Exactly. Paramore, Holden Heights. Yeah. I mean, they're older. They go to the polls. They got, I mean, it's mm-hmm. something they look forward to. <laughs> and they had seven people to choose from. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a whole crazy. other thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's just how it goes. And all right. So anyway, yeah, we got well, all congratulations uh, to the winners, all three incumbents. If and I said you were crazy last week, I apologize. <laughs> Don't hold it against me. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you'd win. So besides <laughs> elections, what else we got going on, Brendan? Uh, well, actually, since we're on the same thread as this, the Mayor City Academy is taking enrollment. Have I you... think I'm gonna apply. Should I apply? Do yeah. I, wait, I don't live in the city. Does that matter? No, I think you can still do it. Really? The, yeah. The Mayor City Academy is this crash course in what makes Orlando tick. Yeah. And so I want to say it's six weeks. I think it's twelve. Twelve. It is twelve weeks. Yeah. Twelve right. weeks. That makes sense. It used to be ten, and now they've increased it. So now it's twelve weeks. Once a week, Thursdays, you meet up with all these other people in your class, and you get to tour something you meet the actual people who are making decisions it's cool man you meet the mayor multiple times i met the mayor today did you yeah what'd you what'd you do shooting a video with him oh yeah 
For what? For Opera del Sol. Oh, yeah, be new opera company here in Orlando. <laughs> Actually, shout out to Opera del Sol because they bought an advert. They bought an ad in our uh, November issue for our zine. Yeah, their first big event is on the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of this month. It's called Opera Wars. It's going to be an opera set in space. And it's going to be super sexy. A space opera. Space opera. Yeah, with sexy space singers <laughs> and tardigrades. Uh huh. I don't know what that no? is. So space bears. Water bear, no. What are you talking about? Do you watch the new Star Trek? No, no, don't, don't worry no. about it. No, don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, the mayor, mayor's Academy, Academy, Brendan. Check it out. Uh, it's happening. You have until December eighteenth to enroll. Maybe enroll or try apply. to enroll. I've I was accepted once, and then I started a new job at the weekly. And because I had the new job, I just couldn't work out that schedule. So they'll never let you in out. again, Brendan. I would love to try again. I don't know. You know everything. What are you? What are they going to teach But it's Thursday you? nights, and that's when we record the show. True. So it's, it's a little true. It's hard be, to juggle. It'd be kind of weird. But if you're doing it, then I'll do it too, and we okay. can just record just before. Do after. it on the on the fly. Let's both apply. <laughs> that's gonna be great. So guys, you can learn all about the city and be in the class with me and John, yeah. <laughs> who are clearly teachers' pets because we know everything already. Um, Talk about the Pottery Studio. Let's talk about it. I wrote about this week? for Bungalower this week. The city Thank of Orlando you. runs a pottery studio. It's in Paramore. It's mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. uh, recreation the complex mm-hmm. on, it's like Paramore and Livingston Street. Yes. And uh, they might be relocating. They're, re- they're relocating. I think they are, too. The city the said they may be relocating. Yeah. I think they are relocating. They just this, didn't. I knew that they were going to be moving. But uh-huh. I did not know that the Paramore Kids Zone, which also calls that building home, were also going to be trying. So to find let, a new let place. me give a little context here. So the, we love context. The, the pottery studio has, has was established in the '60s. Uh, my wife actually does pottery there, and not just writing about it. I'm a user. Uh, so UCF is building their campus around there, and and there's Creative a lot of changes village. going on. Uh huh. And uh, the pottery studio and and other things that are housed in that building may or will get relocated to the Grand Avenue School, right. which is about two miles away uh, in in Holden Heights, just south of the 408. And the Grand Avenue School closed earlier this year. It's been there for 90 years. It looks just like Princeton Elementary. They're modeled after each other. And they closed it because of just declining enrollment. Plus, they opened the ACE school in Paramore. Right. And so there's this big, vacant old building. And they're they're going to move the pottery studio over there. And uh, they, the city wouldn't say exactly when. And they said they Grand had to go Avenue through. Grand Avenue Elementary School. Grand Avenue, yeah. Okay. They said they, they wouldn't say when or how much it will cost or any of that. But they said it, it, it's likely that that will happen. But it's been vacant. All summer. The school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't been vacant that long, right? though. Someone said it had been closed for a year, but it, but no. June 2017. Okay. Uh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's a cool school. They yeah. actually knocked that <laughs> cool school. <Yeah. laughs> they knocked down the back building, right? I believe there was a, like a larger building behind it. I don't know. But the front building is the actual historic building, and it has columns with like sculptures of peacocks on That's it. That's cool. And it's it's really when neat. people like actually cared what architecture looked yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> no longer. Yeah. <laughs> I actually went there to take the photo for your story. I appreciate that. Um, which is hard to get to because Paramore is like cut up right now. Yeah. There's road construction everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know how pottery people are going to get there. <laughs> so I'd go like down. I don't even know when they're going to do this move, though, Brendan. It could be six months from now. It could be a year from now. 2018. It, it's going to take some time. So they're going to move over there. They're you know they may move according to the city, but I think it's a, a I think it's going to happen. It'll be within the year with everything that's happening at the Creative Village campus. So I would assume. So one thing that I forgot to put in the story was that once the pottery studio and the Paramore Kid Zone and all these other programs that operate out of the current building move UCF takes ownership of that building wow for, was what I was told why didn't you put that in the right I just I just I already had a lot of stuff that's an in epic there. fail yeah that's well things I want to know yeah so <laughs> so UCF is supposed to take ownership of the building okay now what they want to do with the building will be up to them I used to work out of there I actually worked in that building for the urban think foundation which was uh-huh. page 15. Uh, and actually, they used to run Urban Rethink, which was the first co-working space in town. And it's a rotten building. Like, yeah. It smells well, it's old. Like, I mean, it's well, an old building. It's old. And it smells old. Uh-huh. Like, it needs... if So, if they're going to move new uses in there, it'll be gutted. That whole thing will just need to be gutted. I just wonder, as much as... I like historic buildings. I wonder if they'll keep it. I know it's a historic building. Yeah, but like, not it's not architecturally significant, right? It's like a box. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's what they call it the armory. Was it an armory back yeah. in the what twenties or forties? It was an armory. Yeah. I just, I you know, you see this thing. It's a historic designation, historic landmark. I just, you know, they knocked down Tinker Field, and it was a historic landmark. Right. They didn't stop them. And actually, speaking of Tinker Field, we were just there for the announcement of the uh, Sunnies. Smoking showdown sunny barbecue oh yeah has that huge barbecue contest so they used to do this in sanford they did at the zoo yeah <laughs> who eats barbecue at a zoo uh terrible people right? <laughs> <laughs> there's no what? pigs at the zoo though are there? there are no pigs at the zoo no you can't <laughs> make friends with salad <laughs> uh, they are moving it to tinker field next year i want to say march i can't remember i did I think it's weird to call it Tinker Field when it's just a an open parking lot now. Well, now it's historic Tinker Field. I guess. I right? mean, it's it's an open field where they're going to put some plaques up, but isn't it? It looks like a Stonehenge kind of design. We shared that I design so. yeah, yeah, last yeah. year. I I'm think. glad they're. Do- I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad they're doing something to right. talk about the 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 historic significance of the field. Martin Luther sure. King spoke there. Uh, I mean, it was a baseball First field for a long, long time. junior. All of that stuff. Baseball game yeah, ever happened. All there. of that stuff. But it's actually a local, you know, strong films. They're making a documentary about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just, it's just weird to call it Tinker Field when it's just like an open field now. <laughs> it's like a parking lot for when there's a big event. I at, thought it was sad that they just threw out all those bleachers. I used to do this. They project. sold some of them. Like you could buy something. I thought you what? could. Yeah, like back when they. When they were tearing it down, I thought you could like buy a seat from Tinker Field. That's cool. I thought so. Let's look that up. I don't know if they still have any. I thought they should have put them at uh, bus stops. Like just yeah, yeah just bolt them in. They were cool. Right. They're already used to being outside. True. There's a historic significance. That's you know, true. Put a That's little not plaque a bad idea. on them. That'd be so neat. But they're gone. Yeah. They're all gone. at the landfill. <laughs> they may <laughs> no use to anybody. Uh, yeah, that's really sad. Anyway. So wait, this barbecue—it's like a big deal. When is it? When's the next one? Do you know? I'm gonna say it's in March, April. All right, like then. people from all over the country come and and ten thousand plus people. They have judges from around the world. They have competitors from around the world. Wow, it was really cool. Sony's barbecue is based in Winter Park. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? It's a Winter Park. Yeah, founded. 
I don't know if it was founded, but it's based there. Like, they have their offices there. That's cool. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Somebody call me out on it if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's Where's true. The only Orlando location of it I can think of is that Fashion Square Mall, right? Oh, uh, there's more. There's one near the airport. I don't need a ton. I mean, I eat barbecue, but okay. I don't need a ton of barbecue, so I can't tell you where they all are. Because you got a vegan wife. Yeah, I do. <laughs> can't bring that stuff home. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, since we were talking about Holden Heights earlier, we actually wrote about this cool new program called Cycles and Sprouts. Uh, it's funded by the Aetna Foundation. And it's like this whole conglomerate group of people. It's City Lab Orlando, which is like the UF, uh, UCF architecture program that's downtown. All right. We wrote about them months ago because they started a shipping container program where their kids will rehab shipping containers and transform them into something else, John. Like Like, what? uh, One's going to be like a bike hub, like you can repair bikes, a little bike station. Cool. And the other one is for community agriculture, like... So community gardens. And so All they right. gifted them to, I want to say it's the Cayley Square, um, which is like a community center down in Holden Heights neighborhood. And they're going to do community. They're going to teach people how to fix bikes. And hopefully then you learn that skill and you can get a job. They used to do that in Detroit. So it, it, it's a cool thing. That yeah. You can go and learn and then have a bike after after you're done. I think that's that's they want that too. They want it like any kids or whoever go through it. They also get a bike th- through the program cool. at the end of it. Because uh, I guess cycling's a big thing in Holden Heights, which I believe. I haven't seen it. I know, yeah. I know Westmoreland got that trail all the way down it. Yeah. Uh, that some people don't like. If you you can go back to you a previous like episode, I like it. I think it's cool. It's like rubber. You it's got a rubber it surface. The pedophile. I don't. Yes, you do. West Orlando News. Ah, uh, well, that doesn't. Mean and anything. I just repeated what they said. All right. It doesn't mean anything. You don't <laughs> like a West West Orlando News. <laughs> um, yeah, just cool, cool program. Keep an eye on that. That should be happening in 2018. They're hoping that it can be a template for transforming communities. They called it uh, distressed communities, which I didn't think was PC to say anymore. But no? But they said it. Uh, what would you call them? Uh, messed up. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, underserved. I guess that's also something you can't say anymore. What can you say anymore, well, yeah, Brendan? I don't know. I need a book. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me at the end, the beginning, every, the <laughs> first day of every year. Man, that's cider. I can't even talk. <laughs> You've had half a sip. God, I'm hungry. I, I should have eaten first before I had a cider. Holden Heights. You heard it here first. It's the new Paramore. All right. Everybody's going to be throwing money at it. So what else we got? Glass Knife. You were there. This is the this is the restaurant on 1792. Uh-huh. Used to be Italiano. <laughs> Just Italio. Italio. Well, you're right. I added a few <laughs> consonants there. <laughs> That's the beer. You know, it's funny. I went there once, and I thought it was all right. but it Italio? Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that great. Italio Modern Italian Kitchen. It had a cool sign. Had a cool concept. I liked it. Yeah, I went there. Italian. Once. I've, nobody's done Italian. But they before. were like Italian sandwiches. That's cool. Kind of, I guess I'd obviously never been there. not because it didn't work out very well. Yeah, for so them. they're out, and these guys moved in, and it's uh, uh, completely different. There's nothing like this. They made it look like a jewelry box. So you went in. You you badmouthed them the last few weeks. I right? was upset that they gave the scoop to my good friend Fayez Kara uh-huh. in weekly. And they let him in before anybody to yeah. take photos. Um, but 
I actually sat next to him at this event. We ate donuts together uh-huh. and had a great time. And, and did, I, did he apologize? No, he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> listen to radio. He's also Canadian like me, so it's, uh-huh. I, I love that guy. Um, but good for him for scooping me. Yeah. He's got to do it every once in a while. And So, uh, <laughs> so you went in? I went in, and it's like counter service, but they bring you your food. The coffee is like, like you don't see the coffee rig. It's like below the counter. Ah. But it's like, they call it a pour over. Yeah. So there's like little taps on top to get your coffee. And it's crazy. Everything is like been thought out. So Every inch of it has been designed and it's beautiful. So what, what, if I go there and get food, what do I get? What do they have? Well, they're there breakfast and lunch and they're open until they have some dinner options. It's like sweet and savory. So they have cakes and donuts, which are like going to blow your mind. You'll gain 20 pounds. Um, and then they have really cool sandwiches, like Southern comforty sandwiches. So give me an example of a sandwich. Like a biscuit, egg, something sandwich All for right. breakfast. And then there's uh, pimento cheese. So am I going there for lunch or dessert or both? Both. Okay. But then they have tea and champagne and beer. Um, Interesting. It's like super like Instagrammable, everything in there. Is this really neat? So would I go there for like a, a fancy dinner or would I just... No. It, no. You'd go there for like a meeting. I think you'd go there for a meeting. And then and have you'd some have coffee? like some cake and tea or cake and coffee. And you're just going to chat it out. And then uh, they have a really neat retail section with like Jen Jedlicka, who we've featured in our online shop before at shop.bungalore.com. She did a really neat coloring book. Of all of these local landmarks in Orlando, and they're selling her books there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really neat. I love everything in there. I am a big fan of. Did we ever find out why it's called the Glass Knife? Yes. So the man who owns it, Steve, his mother had a glass knife collection, which is from that's the nineteen twenties, pre stainless steel. Uh, people would you couldn't use a metal knife because it would tarnish the taste of your food. So like bananas and oranges or cake it would like you taste the metal from the knife in your food so they came up with these glass knives that you would use which was super sharp um you didn't really need to sharpen them they just kind of stayed sharp all the time to cut your food with and it was during the 20s and the 30s and then stainless steel happened ah so So when does the glass knife winter park open it's opening this morning. Oh, it so opens, it's, opens Friday. Everybody can All get right. in there 7 to 7 every day of the week. Uh, I really encourage everybody to go check it out. They have tons of parking. Cool. I loved it. Awesome. This is not a paid for thing. I was totally just won over. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to go, go try it out. Good. Try yeah. the, uh, there was a pistachio donut. Really? like crazy. I just had a piece because I'm trying to be good. Yeah. And uh, and I just had a little piece of it and it was, it made me want to have the whole donut. Yeah. Yeah. They've got like egg it, and so avocado toast. Do they have like a background in food? Like the people that open this or? Yeah. And the guy, the pastry chef used to work at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, their coffee person is the guy that helped open Dovecote and Barney's. Oh, I know. I think I, I think Brett. I met, I might've met him. Uh, he actually, he, you did a video. Oh on yeah. Him. Yeah. For our Bungalore Bazaar. Yeah. So just like. I had him on WESH when I was on WESH. Awesome. Yeah. Good talent. Just really cool locally grown talent. Brian, who's the GM, uh, helped open Crate and, or not Crate and Barrel. What's it called? Cask and Larder Ah. at the the airport. Okay. So they're just used to high volume, good quality stuff. Awesome. So uh, now I'm hungry. Yeah, let's eat some more peanuts. Oh, eat some peanuts. And uh, we'll be back. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. Hey, John Busdecker. This is Brendan O'Connor, your editor from Bungalower.com. And we are at the Barley and Vine in the Milk District tonight. Yeah, I'm dangerously close to Pom Pom Sandwicheria. Yeah. And I am Jones and for a Mama Ling Ling sandwich. I went to Saigon Noodle and Grill yesterday, which mm. was amazing. Just over there is Guarapos, that new... Uh, I want to say Colombian sandwich shop. I haven't been there yet. I haven't. I haven't either. And I wrote about it, so I feel like I need to, go, need to go check it out. So anyway, here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things downtown and uh, downtown neighborhoods mm-hmm. and downtown all the cool adjacent. Stuff. All the all the top headlines from the previous week, things that we've written about already. Yeah. Anything that we talk about tonight, you can go check out on bungalow.com and, and get if the you've full scoop. Missed any of this? You can get us on uh, iTunes and all the Google, Google Play, Play and SoundCloud. Anywhere you want to get a podcast. Yeah, we also share it on bungalow.com. Yeah. So uh, what else we got, Brendan? What else is going on well, this I want to give some shout-outs. We've got some housekeeping issues. We uh, Part of one of my favorite things about Bungalore is that we do a monthly bundle uh, vouchers, so offers to really cool local businesses. Uh-huh. You can subscribe for under $10 a month, and you get these things in the mail, in the snail mail. So we've got offers for October. You already should have these if you're a subscriber. I just want to remind you. Take them off the counter, put them in your pocket, and use them. Uh, you get a BOGO wine and beer offer at the Swirlery. I don't even know what that is. It's in Sodo. The almost Swirlery? Almost hourglass. Yeah. It's like a cool wine bar. Uh, Kelly's ice cream, homemade ice cream. We have a free small Sunday. Cool. There's a free beer at Jack's Thornton Park. You can get a BOGO coffee deal at Gratitude Coffee, and then there's a 15% off discount at Lafayette and Rushford in Baldwin Park, which is a really cool home uh, accessories place. Awesome. Yeah. And then this upcoming month is crazy. So if you still want to subscribe, you can go to bundle.bungalower.com. Again, it's under $10 a month. All the money goes to supporting Bungalower's efforts to bring you the news. You want to talk about my neighborhood a little bit right now? Yeah, let's talk about College Park. So I don't have all the details on this yet. Okay, okay. But my favorite place to hang out got sold. Uh, Kavanaugh's Wine. Kavanaugh's Wine. Yeah, the guy who ran it forever. His name's Jay. I guess he sold it Jay to Smith. yeah to one of his distributors, Rob Chase. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was in there the other day, and I, I was chatting with the guy, and I said, "Hey, like, I went in there to go buy a bottle of wine, and there was like this young guy in there, and I was like, hey, like, where's Jay at?'" He's like, "Oh, I I just bought the place," and I was wow. like, "Ah," and so. You know, he looked like a good guy. He looked like he's going right. to... You know, he looks like... First of all, the guy knows wine, this this new guy, and because uh, he's been a distributor for a long time. But it sounds like they're, they might make a few little changes in there, but I'm okay with that. I saw his picture in that uh, College Park rag, uh-huh. and uh, very handsome. He's married, I think. Right, or at least course. he's with uh, somebody. All the good ones are. I know. I know <laughs> we are. So, so yeah, uh, they're, they're, that place has been sold, and there might be some updates to it, but... I don't know. We'll 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 keep tabs on it and and see what's going on there. I hope he brings some jazz back. That was my favorite thing. Did you tell him? I did not. I didn't get a chance to really talk to him. But Maybe next time I go in there, I will tell him. Yeah. I love Jazz Fridays there. So <laughs> See, I'm John. I I'm, love Jazz Fridays. I'm an old man, and I like drinking wine and Why listening you just to jazz. Start up like an unsolicited suggestion box for him. Oh, that'd be good. And you can just. Say, hey, I'm putting this here. I basically just think there should be jazz everywhere in Orlando. All right. Any open space. Did you go to the College Park Jazz? I didn't because I went to, I, a friend invited me over to dinner to their house that oh. night. Yeah. 
swinger party. That's true. It was. It was <laughs> fishball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was me and three women. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. It was. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what awesome. What do you even do? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll teach you one day, Brendan. What? Draw a picture. <laughs> What else? Something else happened in College Park. Uh, uh, the gallery on the edge closed. What? Yeah, yeah. I haven't even told you about all these things. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they closed uh, I'm writing this a few down. weeks ago. I just haven't had a chance to chat with you. I don't really know the story behind it, but they're closed down. I'm that's breaking like a, news right here. That's a prime location. It sure is. It sure is. And uh, so this was a gallery right there at Edgewater and Smith or Princeton. Wow. I can never remember which They were supposed to open that restaurant right next door. Uh, so anyway, they, it's been a gallery for two, three years. There's a lot of local art. So much turnover. It's just there. been closed down. It's closed down, and it looks like the bike shop next door, the lopsided. They sell like these specialty bikes. It looks like they're moving in or moving over. Orange, Orange cycles right there. There's yeah, another they, bike shop. These people sell like special bikes where you stand up and pedal. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you they're walk always that critical and pedal. Mass and they're like, oh, look at me on yeah. my treadmill bike. Yeah, I think yeah. it's those. So <laughs> it looks like they're taking over the space. I could be wrong though. And, oh, and actually, Brendan, I'm, I'm still breaking news here. Like two doors down, the furniture shop is closing too. Organica. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Everything's I feel like, like 50 you're throwing per- a lot at me. I right am. Now. I, I haven't any time to write any of this stuff. Organica. Yeah, like fifty percent off. They said all their furniture oh, according to their their window sign. Maybe the landlord sold. Maybe they're going to build another high rise. I don't think so. That's right there, man. I think it's just tough business. Princeton. There. What's that other one? What's the one that? Uh, the Wellesley. Wellesley. I think it has more to do with foot traffic. It's hard to get, and it's hard to park there now because the traffic's so crazy. It is a little difficult to park there. Uh Uh, You really got to want to buy local art or really want to buy furniture to stop because there's just not a ton of foot traffic. Wow. All right. And Peppy Bistro? Peppy Bistro, I guess, is closing too. Closed or closing? Closed. Really? Uh Uh-huh. They, they've struggled for a long time because Peppy Bistro, and then before that, it was a Mexican place. Which I can't remember the name of the Mexican place. Racist. And it wasn't bad. It was it was actually pretty good, but it was a little pricey. Like things were twenty, twenty five dollars for Mexican food, and that's a little that's kind of expensive that's unless you're in Winter Park. And uh, yeah, they they switched over to Pepe Bistro. Didn't really change anything inside. It looked right. like the exact same thing. Clever. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But the thing is, it's not like stuff can't do well there because Rustique does well. I think the outpost does okay. Uh, I don't want to. I don't know anything. You don't know anything. You don't think Rustique does we well? We hear from. I work with some liquor distributors uh-huh. sometimes, and and that's if you want to know how well a business is doing, you talk to the liquor distributor because uh-huh. you know what they're buying. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know for sure. I don't know. I mean, it's you know, I live in College Park. I try to go to College Park restaurants as much as I can. Eat and shop local. It's not. It's not Winter Park. No. Nope. But. Winter I don't park. know. We got good stuff. What just closed in Winter Park? Mitchell's Fish Market. Yeah, but that was over by the movie theater. Okay. And they're right. a chain anyway. They're they're owned by like Ruth's Chris or Lance. Oh, so we don't care anymore. Well, it's not that. There was pretty in there. It was it was fun to go get a drink there before before a movie. But Plus, I feel like we need to say stuff that's oh well. And then Nova closed. Nova closed. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that last week, did we? No. Well, it happened after officially happened after we were on air, um, after we recorded to be on air. And yeah, that was crazy. 
so Nova is on uh, Virginia orange and, and orange. Yep. Virginia right there in Ivanhoe. I took think it over, just held out until the yard opened. Took over Brian's, took over old Nora's and uh, Elliot's. Made it a pretty space. Really pretty. There was supposed to be a rooftop really? component, but that's just too expensive. W- did you eat there? Uh, twice. What did you think? It was good. Pricey. I thought their food was that. I think that was the biggest issue with people. It was just, it was good food, but I think it was just expensive for, for that, some people. And for Ivanhoe Village. Yeah. 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 It was a little ahead of the game. If you're in Winter Park, I think you can get away with $28 well, stuff. But Ivanhoe Village is, right. So College Park has always been like Winter Park light yeah. to me, at least for people who That's live true. there. That's true. Yeah. Because uh, it's close enough for new home buyers. They just move out of Winter Park. They can pretend it's Winter Park. <laughs> but Ivanhoe Village is, is has always kind of been associated with College Park because it's really just separated by a four. Yeah. And but you're seeing more of like the trendy people from Winter Park and College Park wanting to come to Ivanhoe and Mills 50, like slum it up almost, uh-huh. uh, which is made easier when you go when you have like Santiago's Bodega right up the street, uh, Guest House. And so Nova was like this part of that triumvirate that just kind of made it easier for people to come and hang out. It was, I mean, like I said, it was pretty inside. I think they did a really good job renovating it because Brian's was kind of boring inside, if you yeah. remember. Awful service. Yeah, yeah. And people love them. They did love it. It's, well, I think part of that, Brendan, is because there's just so few of those sort of greasy spoon diners in Orlando. I mean, if you want to get like... Every Good. district should have one. I think so, too. I mean, I know... Uh, what is it in College Park? Christos? Probably. Christos. There's that salt and pepper, the Shakers place. Shakers. Cafe Perks, my favorite place on OBT, but okay. that's not really College Park. What else? Let's keep naming them. What's the one? So, Mills 50 has... Does Mills 50 have one? First one? Yeah. Uh, I don't really count that. Because they have quinoa? I don't really count <laughs> that. Yeah. I do like their quinoa breakfast. But, like, Audubon Park has Junior's Diner... I love juniors. They hold our. They actually put out our zines on every table. Uh-huh. How cool is that? Yeah, there's just not a lot. There's just not a lot of those sort of greasy spoon restaurants. Right. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Okay. Well, they're all closed and open. What yeah. else is happening? What do you think will open there, though? What do you think will open in the Nova space? I have Anything? no idea. I have no idea. What they can't. Uh, that can't not be a restaurant. I mean, they put so much money. No, into that. it'll be a restaurant. It's just the parking's so tricky because it's that's true it's too. It's gonna have to be like a grab and go, like quick service thing, so you can keep that turnover going. Uh, otherwise, you have to have a high price point, and if you're gonna have a high price point, you have to be able to park there. Yeah, because uh, there so many people were turned off from that. Uh, I mean, valet was free. To be fair, right? But it was valet only. True. There's a lot of people who don't want to use valet because they haven't vacuumed their car in like a week. <laughs> you know, like a normal person. Yeah. Um, Four Rebels Taco just opened up the street. Have you been? Mill Fifty. I went in just to take photos for the for the post. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Interesting. Are you still calling them Freedom Tacos? Or Freedom whatever tacos? You guys? I still kind of want to, but I guess the Four Rebels in the name are it's referring to the four chefs that are behind the concept. Ah, okay. Which are mostly family. Uh, but like when you when you you just have to be careful when you're when you're promoting like the American first and uh-huh. Four Rebels. Like, come on, you have to know that you're alluding to or connoting some sort of did you uh, have a taco while you were there brendan no they weren't open when i got no? in. i went in when they, they were shut down for the day all right so yeah anyway oh and then lineage coffee announced their opening date in uh, mills 50 where how many different coffee shops are there did that brooklyn one that brooklyn one open brooklyn open and it's still here 
owned by a Brazilian. Okay. And they got so great. And now we got another one coming. And we have another one, Lineage. So Lineage is that like slow artisan coffee thing at uh, East End Market. Yeah. Who actually, they sell a lot of their roasted beans to a bunch of other people in town. Uh, they are opening a new location in the former Cruises Only building right next to Lazy Moon. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's like. Is that Mills 50 still? Yeah. Okay, that's still Mills 50? Mm -hmm. Right next, so it's like Lazy Moon, Snap Gallery, uh, and then these guys, I think they're going to kill it. So then Foxtail should open sometime soon, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually surprised they didn't do Mills 50, but I guess they see uh, more promise in other districts. Ah. Hourglass, they're going to be an hourglass. That'll be cool. Uh, Courtesy Bar downtown was chosen to participate in this pop-up holiday Christmas craft cocktail series. Have you heard about this? No, tell me about it, Brendan. It's called Miracle. It was started by this celebrity bartender, Nick DeSoto of Mace in New York. And he started this series called Miracle on Ninth Street. It was just a weird pop-up thing where everything was Christmas flavored and you got fancy cocktail glasses. And so they're going to do that here. They're doing a takeover of the courtesy bar from November 25th until December 25th. And uh, it's kind of a big deal. There's like 50 different pop-ups, but all around the world. Oh, wow. And they're only happening in like the best craft cocktail places across the country. And the courtesy downtown is one of and them. And they want it out. I awesome. think that's really cool. So that's con- great. congrats to Gene Zimmer, who owns it. Uh, we've also got some really cool, cool job alerts out there. If I need a job. Do you need a job? Probably. <laughs> no, I work too much as it is. Uh, there's a Lou Gardens has reopened. Their for the umpteenth time for the assistant director position, which is not a small salary. That's like sixty-six grand to eighty-five grand. What are they looking for that they can't find? There was some <laughs> some miscommunications about what they were looking for. So the first time they opened it, first couple times they opened it, they were looking for somebody uh, like managerial, yeah, without a background in botanics. Okay, um, but in this new one, they really want somebody who can like a successor for the current director. Ah. Who's, you know, getting up there. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 Runs that thing like a tight ship. Yeah. Are they open fully yet or not yet? No. They won't be open fully until, uh, what's that, what's FEMA? Until FEMA comes in and takes out those trees, and that's going to take a long time. Yeah. I think All it's right. 70%, 70%. That's close enough. <laughs> just, <laughs> just look out for those overhanging trees. I'm fighting off a sneeze, so if you guys hear me snore. We'll hit the button. Okay. We don't have a sneeze button. It's coming. Uh, courtesy bar, cool job alert. Did you see this activity book that I wrote about? No. From a local designer. I missed this. This guy, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want anyone to track it down. But he, uh, <laughs> Does he have his name on the book? <laughs> no. But I wrote his, I put his name on it. If you really want to see it, you can see it on bungalow.com. <laughs> but he wrote the book inspired by Trump. Uh, and so it's called Believe Me, I'm Great. You can go to believemeimgreat.com to get a book. And it's like crossword puzzles and is it a you real book or, or like a, book. a digital book? It's a book. It's a real book. And you, uh, it's all these really funny takes on Trump's uh, otherwise not funny <laughs> stay in office. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you should just definitely take a look. It's really funny. Or at least just go to our website and take a look at the video uh, of someone like drawing in the actual book. But I just think that's so funny that it happened here in Orlando. And it's a local designer who's- All uh, right. I'll take a look at that. Taking on the president with art. Um. We have a Bring to Orlando segment up. How are we doing on time? We got plenty of time. All right. We have a, the latest Bring to Orlando segment we have is about smart traffic signals. And so this guy, he's a Carnegie, Carnegie Mellon professor, 
he came up with this thing called SirTrack, and it's a real-time response to traffic. So instead of like just timed lights, where you just pull up and like there's nobody going in front of you, and you're just like, man, how long do I have to wait? Yeah. There's nobody here. If I just took a turn, nobody know. Yeah. But like this super smart, uh, what do they call AI? Yeah. Program in yeah. this light will just be like, there's nobody here, man. You can go. And then it like <laughs> how does it know? Green. It'll just let you know because it senses you. Well, don't they already feelers. have sensors in like the ground and stuff? I, I, you pull up the lights and they switch. I don't know, man. This new system, they tried it in Pittsburgh and it's improved traffic flow by 25%. 25%. That's right. not, that's, that is notable. And so there are some places here in Orlando that could definitely benefit. What's the cost? I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. If it's artificial intelligence, it like, and I'm sure it's like each light is independently governed by this program. Uh-huh. And I'm sure it's not like this web that just kind of looks at all of them like skynet yeah yeah <laughs> all right brendan i'm gonna go off on a little tangent here i love tangents so i have a neighbor who hasn't mowed his lawn in like four months uh-huh uh-huh and i've called code enforcement multiple times and they keep telling me that they're gonna send somebody out and mow it how long do i wait like how long should i wait for this for, until what what you, should i just mow it or, or yeah, if it bugs you that much well part of it is his his lawn is he old no no they just abandoned the property i think oh yeah and so i have an abandoned house next door to me okay i've called orange county code enforcement twice i've put in the the uh online i've done it right there's, there's things in his front yard that say you know in 15 days we're gonna come out it's been more than so 15 they've been days. there oh, okay. yeah, yeah but they just haven't time. followed back yeah yeah and it, now it's getting to the point where it's like affecting my fence and my property how? Well, I mean, if, if the like there's grass and vines and, and growing <laughs> up my fence that I had to install this year. Yeah. So at some point, I feel like I just have to go over there and start mowing weed whacking. Yourself. I yeah. don't want to mow his whole lawn. But at That's some a point big I yard, right? It's not a huge yard, but the, the grass is like two or three feet tall. Yeah, there's going to be like snakes in it? Probably. Right? Yeah. Armadillos? Probably. Bears. Bears? Florida, Florida Panthers? All of that. Those girls won't leave you alone. <laughs> But like, how long do you wait for somebody? Like, how long do you wait for the a municipality? I don't know. I did a story. You're talking by. to the city or the county? You're it's talking to county. county. I did a story for the weekly called the Do Nothing Farmer. And it was like a, oh, one it. of my cover in, stories. In Longwood? In Longwood, yeah, yeah. I remember that guy. And that, I feel bad because he hates me now. But uh, He was the one that didn't mow his place, <laughs> right? And it was like he was practicing what he thought was permaculture and growing... Like you, you leave your yard to go into a natural state, and he'd like throw seeds out and just let it do its thing. But his his neighbors hated it, and brought him to the city, and the city put a lien on his property. Oh, yeah. yeah, like no joke. He so owed, I like, think that's what'll happen to my neighbor. Right. But I also think because my neighbor doesn't live there, it, but he won't get a lien unless they fine him, uh-huh. and he's not paying his fines. So it's the only way he's going to get the lien. Uh-huh. And so, if they're not if they're not following up, then that's something you need to go to like a county commissioner or something. I might have to. I was told that. But know, I say you just go mow it. But then. And then buy it. Then, well, I can't. I can't buy well, it. Well, if it's been abandoned. I guess my problem is though, if I mow it, am I? Will I just prolong what could happen? Because I would like somebody to buy it yeah. or somebody to knock it down. I think you can find out on Orange County Property Appraiser who uh, owns it. I know who owns it. Okay, but you can see if maybe he stole his money to the bank or it's something. It's actually a woman. Okay. But <laughs> What's that mean? I I'm sexist? She, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, think, I think the person 
has paid off the house. So it's not bank owned, so nobody can step so. in and like repossess it. Exactly. But I was just abandoned it. Long she. story. Long story. Oh, I yeah. love it. We can, we can talk about it later. So what are you gonna do? I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna mow a strip of grass that butts up against my fence. Okay. That I paid for, and then let the rest just keep growing. Do its thing. I just call every day and call my commissioner. Okay. Brian Nelson, who is the <laughs> district. I don't know what district he is, but he's my commissioner. Holler, Brian Nelson. Yeah, Brian, why don't you why don't you get out and help me out on this? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got we got a million things going on this week. There's so many things. I do want to say we are launching a food truck series called Orlando Food Truck Guide. We just put the trailer on OrlandoBungalore.com. And if you're looking to get your super cool logo on a super cool event series, this is the one for you. Yep. Reach out to us, sales at Bungalore.com, and we'll talk about it. Forget about that noise. Let's talk about events. Jay-Z is playing this weekend. Jay-Z is playing this weekend. Does that mean Beyonce is here? Uh, possibly. I don't right? know if they travel together. They have like nine nannies. You know that? What? Yeah, they have like a million nannies. She's one kid. I thought she had more than that. They still have like a million nannies. Blue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't keep up with it. But he's playing at the Amway Center. I wonder if they'll like go out. You know, uh, I, my former boss at the Orlando Sentinel said that Jay-Z <laughs> is the first hip-hop artist to play the Amway Center. Ever? I think so. Back in the day. Amway Center. Oh. The first legitimate... I think Coolio played there <laughs> as part of the <laughs> I Love the 90s tour. But okay. he is one of the... He is like the first main attraction hip-hop rap artist to play. So does that say more about the people who are hiring acts to come to town? It could be a number I've seen of a lot of country acts. Country sells, we'll say that. Not that hip hop doesn't, but it could be hip hop artists go to Miami and Tampa and this they go. Jay Z, like this yeah. is gonna sell. Oh, I know, it's Has already it sold, sold out. out. Yeah, yeah okay. Already, I'm sure it's sold out. Anyway, all right. Just sort of an interesting fact. We're gonna be. It's on we, Saturday. We'll have a comprehensive list of event picks that come up on Friday morning. So earlier today, you can see it. Uh, but we also post a link to a map so you can see what roads are closed. So we only have a little bit of more time. Cows and Cabs is happening at the West Meadow and Winter Park. Oh, yeah. It's a big event. It's fun, 30 too. restaurants. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, I can get you in, too, John. We'll see. The Mills 50 Historic Home Tour is happening Saturday. It's 40 bucks, 5 to 7, self-guided. There's a party at Guest House afterwards. You can get real drunk <laughs> and look at cool architecture. Debbie Does Dallas the Musical is at Parliament House. Art and Odd Places, which is a really cool pop-up art downtown. festival. Yeah, you can just walk through Orange Avenue. You don't have to talk to anybody. Festival <laughs> Festival at Trees is at the Orlando Museum of Art. I, like, wandered in there and stuck my head in. They have a great uh, gingerbread house collection. Did you eat it? No. All right. I stuck my finger in it. <laughs> uh, the Audubon Park Garden District Craft Beer Tour is happening, 3 to 6 p.m., Cows and Cabs, I already said that. La La Land in Concert is at the Dr. Phillips Center oh, for the Performing I like that Arts. Movie. So, yeah, it's going to like, I think it's the Philharmonic is performing oh. in front of the movie. Cool. Jay Z, Orlando Beer Festival at Festival Park. That's Orlando Weekly. Deco's 15th anniversary party. College Park, Tour Foams, so many more. So many things. Check it out for our event picks for more things to do this weekend. Thank you, Barley and Vine, for hosting us tonight. Mm-hmm. Holler at the Milk District. And uh, go to bungalow.com for your uh, most updated news on downtown Orlando. Right meow. All right, we'll see you next week. Uh-huh.